thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. And you are on Jet Set Breakfast. And uh, like I highlighted, it's a jam-packed uh, breakfast this morning, talking about all the issues that affect you and I, and some we're just being informative, and some, of course, we can engage, and you can ask as many questions as you would like. Uh, coming up next, my guest is Samantha Philby, uh, Research Officer Research on the Economics of uh, Excisable Products, University of Cape Town. So why we are having this conversation, South Africans are among the heaviest drinkers in the world and the country has the highest per capita rate of alcohol consumption in Africa. Samantha, good to have you on SAFM. Good morning, Bertha. Thank you for having me on the show. Ooh, this is a big one. Why do we drink so much? You know, as a as a trained economist, I'm not, I guess, that qualified to comment on the more social development or even personal individual level factors that may affect alcohol consumption. Um, I think it is quite an individual level thing, but at a societal level and where our research specifically focused was in the Western Cape. We were looking at the impact of a policy that is being proposed for the Western Cape context. And within the Western Cape specifically, in the research we did, it became quite apparent that, you know, in the Western Cape in particular, where there are very high rates of um, heavy episodic drinking. I mean, research has estimated that per capita alcohol consumption in the Western Cape specifically is between 30% and 40% higher than the national consumption. And if you look at the history of the Western Cape, I think a large factor that plays into this at a more macro level has to do with the legacy of the DOF system, which was the institutional arrangement whereby people were remunerated uh, for their labor with alcohol. You know, so at a societal level within our research context, you can definitely see the role of history filtering through into that. But there are certainly more complex socioeconomic, individual, psychological factors that can feed into the broader problem of heavy episodic drinking in our country. Mm. And what impact does drinking have um, to, you know, to our economic status? Sure. So as a function of the fact that alcohol use contributes to an alarming number of different diseases, injuries, and conditions, it contributes from an economic point of view into the healthcare costs of treating those illnesses and injury conditions. In addition to that, you also incur the economic cost of managing alcohol-related crime. You know, so we have negative health impacts, but these health impacts have costs. Mm-hmm. And... Um I see that, you know, there's a proposal to just make sure that, um, you know, uh, service or should I say cons- uh, purchasing of, of, of alcohol ought to be limited. Do you think this will this will alleviate this problem? Sure. So within our, the context of our study, we assess the impact of a policy that seeks to reduce the availability of alcohol and the policy measure that is being proposed by the Western Cape government in its alcohol harms reduction white paper is restricting the trading hours of retailers selling alcohol for on-site consumption. So that's like buying alcohol at your restaurants, your clubs, your bars. And in our modeling study, we considered three different closing time scenarios. What would be the health and economic impact if we close at midnight, at 1 a.m. or at 2 a.m.? And our research, regardless of the closing time, points to the fact that a restriction on the number of hours at which alcohol could be traded would result in decreases in alcohol consumption, mm-hmm. decreases in the number of deaths in cases of six different alcohol-related conditions, as well as decreases in the cost of treating 
uh, these injury or illness conditions and cost uh, reductions in the management of alcohol-related crime. On the other hand, you know, the alcohol industry is a legitimate tax-paying industry for the most part in our country. And so each closing time scenario corresponded to reductions in the revenue that alcohol retailers would receive, as well as reductions in excise tax and value-added tax revenue to the national treasury. And in comparison to other countries, I mean, let's say, for instance, because I know that Germany, they're the biggest, uh, you know, tankers as well as the Russians. I mean, how are they managing their scenario? And could we take a page or two from there or are they just worse off than us and we ought not to be going there? No. So with regard to this proposed policy measure that we investigated the impact of this particular policy wasn't, you know, kind of conceptualized by the Western Cape government. It draws on a summary of international research by the World Health Organization. And what the World Health Organization essentially did was it looked around the world and it said, what have governments around the world successfully done in order to reduce alcohol consumption in their countries and its related harms? So this trading time restriction being proposed is one of what the World Health Organization terms best buy measures to reduce alcohol consumption. And in the context of trading time specifically in our own research, we found evidence from Spain, from Russia, from um, Sweden in particular, where the governments had legislated restrictions on alcohol trading times and correspondingly observed reductions in alcohol consumption. So what the alcohol harms reduction white paper that the Western Cape government has put forward is it draws heavily on the World Health Organization's list of best buy interventions as evidence-based policymaking to reduce alcohol consumption and its related harms in the province. Samantha, thank you for joining us on SAFM on Jet Set Breakfast. You have yourself a great Sunday. Thank you, Bertha. You too. Uh, bye-bye for now. That's Samantha Philby, Research Officer, uh, Research on the Economics of uh, Excisable Products, University of Cape Town. All I can say, if you go to Europe, I know that uh, the Brits... Alcohol percentage in any beverage for wines maximum is 12%. It never exceeds 12%. And they actually consider that very high. Uh, when it comes to hard spirits, we're talking about, what, 33 to 32%. They're not like us. 43%, guys. Shoo. It's just gone after 8. And Zoleka is on standby with the news.